It's time to talk streaming services and these stocks that go along with it. Bringing in our panel, Dan Rayburn, Principal Analyst, Frost and Sullivan, and Linwood Bibbins, CEO, co-founder, Reach TV. I'll start with you, Dan, as we talk about the Roku-Google battle over YouTube TV. Where, where do you think this goes and what's the latest here? Well, it's hard to know. Frankly, I don't think it's that important. YouTube TV doesn't have that mm -hmm. many subscribers. The last number Google gave us was 3 million. That was about a year ago. So Google is offering some subscribers a free TiVo Stream 4K or Chromecast uh, with Google TV. But keep in mind, that was also a deal that they offered over the holidays. So I don't think they're doing right. it just in this case. So uh, where it's going to go, we don't know. But at some point, they are going to come to an agreement. It's needed by both companies. It benefits both of them. And the consumer loses out this entire time. So at some point, they'll, they'll come to terms. What do you think... Um uh, Dan, is the most important right now when it comes to the world of streaming and the battle that's occurring? Well, your audience is obviously in a lot of investors, so let's talk numbers. As part of Amazon Prime Day today, they're offering two-month subscriptions for only 99 cents to Discovery+, Plus, AMC+, Plus, Paramount+, Plus, Epics, BAT+, Plus, and a bunch of others. Now, that's great because it'll drive subscriptions, but for investors, they have to remember that in Q1 of, of this year, Disney's ARF, ARPU fell 29%. It went down to $3.99 from $5.63 a year before. So we expect um, not a lot of growth in Q2. Netflix is only guided to 1 million net new subs. So investors really have to watch what the ARPU and the margins are over the next couple quarters. Right. Linwood, where do you stand on all this? Obviously, we saw great growth in the world of streaming as people were locked in their houses. But we are seeing some of the numbers falling off as the reopening occurs. Linwood, what's most important at this point that we should be watching? Um, I think it's, I'm, I'm going to go back to the content. Um, I've seen a lot of the new services and or, you know, the mergers of uh, Discovery Plus and Warner together. They're looking at franchises and, and series that they can build on and get people to, to come back on. Um, and I'll say a side note for Netflix. I've been really impressed for a little while, it seemed like they were kind of lost out there. And I saw some of the newer content they brought on with uh, Kevin Hart's uh, fatherhood, with Lupin coming back for a second season. I think they're starting to get some, I don't know, some some traction with the younger audience. When I talk to my son in that group, they're just, they're more attractive to HBO Max at times because they're saying there's not enough of the content they want on Netflix. So I think when people are on the go, the other thing that's going to happen is these guys have to be able to download and be able to take with people traveling. You know, so there's a lot of people moving around now. And they, now they get a really grab for their attention. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What about the concept of advertising versus less advertising, right? We look at the different areas and we look at, you know, subscription video on demand and ad supported video on demand. And Dan, I'll, I'll turn this to you. Um, is it in the end... The ad-supported video demand that wins because the other is becoming expensive, too? Yeah, it's a great question. The bottom line is it all wins. This, this idea that there's only one winner in this space. We're consumers. We're all individuals. We like different types mm -hmm. of content in different ways with different business models of different quality. To your point, HBO Max's ad-supported option launched this month for $10, but it comes with no downloads. The video quality is capped at 1080p. You can't get 4K. And the same day uh, premiere films that come in the theaters are not included. Now, for some, that's OK. For others like myself that want to see those premiere movies, it's not. Or if you want 4K, that's not the option for you. So it really comes down to just what type of content you want to watch. How do you watch it? Are you watching it in a group? Um, 
do you care about 4K? Is it on a large screen? What is your budget? But the bottom line is there's so many new services still coming to the market. CNN Plus is going to be coming to the market at some point. And consumers, give it another year or two, but if you include music services, they're going to have five, six, or seven different services combined. Yeah. Linwood, what are your thoughts on ad-supported versus ad-free? Because now the question becomes, should they just start something like a cable of some sort that just has a lot more channels? Because people want to pay a certain amount a month and have access to a majority of the channels. Yeah, I'm a big supporter of ad-supported. I, I really like, um, you know, Peacock, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with them. It, it's, it's a combination of all those things. My son is used to ad-supported content when he looks at Snapchat, right? He's 22. Um, but he also doesn't mind having it on Peacock. But then the first thing they do, they want to log into our Netflix, right, and our HBO Max. So there is going to be a combination of we're not monolithic on our viewing habits. And so you've got to find that sweet spot uh, inside there. And I think the companies, I think everybody's struggling to do that. But as they gain and, and scale up together, they're going to be able to have multiple options offers an option for for the consumer. Dan, is this a good investment overall? I mean, we saw Disney and Netflix have these big booms. Um, you could talk about which ones you think are, you know, best laid out for the years ahead. Is there a plateauing yeah. happening in some of these subscribers too? And how much are they it, willing to pay? You know? That's a great question. I, I think you have to look at the companies very differently. Obviously, Netflix gets 100% of their revenue from offering a streaming subscription service. That's not where Disney gets the vast majority of their revenue, even though digital is growing. So they're very different companies. Roku is up 50, what, $53 in the last five days. That's been interesting to see. Uh, so I, I think you have to look at the companies a bit differently as far as investment goes. And obviously, Roku, man, they bounce quite a bit in terms of just the slightest bit of news makes them go up or down. If you look at what Netflix is doing, I think it's really key just in terms of their reach. To your point, are these services slowing? Well, look at Disney Plus. Their rate of growth certainly slowed and they realize that and that's why they've gone international and that's been such a big focus. And where has Netflix really gotten its growth over the last few years? International. So this idea that Disney Plus will catch up to Netflix soon, uh, you know, they, they have a long way to go. And scaling a service from just over 100 million subs to over 200 million is very different. So I, I still like Netflix overall. They're still the still the king in, in many regards. Mm -hmm. And Linwood, you know, I know you follow all this, you know, in detail when I think about what's going on in streaming and the competition there and the growth, the exponential growth. But what happened to the good old channels, you know, Fox, NBC, Comcast, I should say, and Altice, so, you know, you're out in Long Island. They have News 12 Long Island. I love that channel. Um, these are the regular old cable channels. I, I think I, I'm going to go back. We're going to go back to the beginning. I think those are all options are still going to be here, although, you know, obviously the subscription is going down. I think that you look at look at the monies that they got in the upfronts. Look at NBC, look at Fox, look at them make record numbers in the upfronts this year. So there's there's a there's a there's a place where they're going to have that regular network television. But I'm going to go back to one other thing. I do believe strongly that Netflix is the winner, but I also think Amazon is positioning itself to be a big winner as well. I, I really like the direction they're going. I like mm. the upgrades they're making. I like the changes they're making. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Amazon as well. Yeah, and we talked about uh, Prime and all the things that you do have access to. And, of course, today's Prime Day. Right. Aren't you? You can get things. You can get the subscription 99 cents or something. I'm hearing. I don't know. I don't know all the details there, but 
It's a big day. Dan, Linwood, thank you. Dan Rayburn, Principal Analyst, Ross and Sullivan, Linwood Bivens, CEO, Co-Founder, Reach TV. Thank you both very, very much.